Welcome back into another edition of Under the Bus. Who are we going to throw under the bus this week? Oh, you hang around and you'll find out. I'm Bob Stevens. This was Curry Kirkpatrick, Rich Basirico. These guys are Hall of Famers. I'm not. I'm just here to kind of tee them up and you said and, and this serve was. You said this was Curry Kirkpatrick? Yeah, I, well, this, you were. <laughs> you were. I used to be. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. used to be. Yeah. Figment of your own imagination. Uh, we got lots of people to throw under the bus. I'm going to begin right off the bat with the baseball playoffs and under the bus, the people who want to change the playoff format. I, I, think, I think they're nuts. If you want to change the playoff format so to protect the teams that win during the regular season, then don't have the playoffs. Or, I mean, back in the old days, back when we were kids growing up, the National League had a best team and the American League had a best team and the two of them played. It was called the World Series. Exactly. Bingo. Well, done. We're not going Finished. back there. We're, we're not, not going, going back, back there. there. Here's, so here's we're going they, into the playoffs. Here's what they could yeah. do. They could, what could, they they could, do? they could do another round, do a first round, two more. Two more teams in, get two more teams in, but but that that lets the teams that have five days off they play they don't get five days off they play. And that's, I don't I that's, don't think it's the days off on the back end and and I'll give you Dusty Baker's reasoning. Guy knows more than I have. He's got more rings than I do. Uh, he says that Houston had the five days off too, but still managed to get through. They're the only team that kind of got through after having the five days off. They. He said they had to play all the way to the end, important games all the way to the end. So they and still had that mindset. And if you don't play, the Braves that. and the Dodgers have been—they clinched in August for crying out loud. Well, they, that's what—that's their excuse. And so that, and then they had five days off. They got lots of reasons to not be well, the into it. Five days can help too. The guys have injuries. It should. It helps the I think that's the idea is that it's supposed to help you. Rotation. Well, that's you their set that's, your rotation, and that's the that's their excuse. Yeah. But when they have, you know, when they get blown out, in the when the first round comes around, and they have to play, and they get blown out. What's their excuse now? The five days. Well, their I mean, excuse was throw. their two leading players went for the Dodgers went one went one for 21, and then Acuna and Olson for the Braves went five for 22. They didn't hit. Well, and if you if you if you don't have your stars hit, you're you're out of it. But, you know, they talk about culture. Yeah. Uh, Braves culture, Dodgers culture. Where's the culture? when that first round comes along and they have to play. Um, you know, the Braves has this manager, Snicker. Mm -hmm. don't, don't you need a guy to, with some fire and fury, like a Lasorda, like the old time guys? This guy stands there, I, he looks like dead man walking. <laughs> he does interviews after the game and it's like nothing happened. This guy, I mean, Snitty, Snitty whatever they call him, Snitker, um, Let's talk to I'm the throwing coach. him under the bus. Let's well, talk know, to the coach. Well, how much does the manager do in baseball? I was going to say. Really, how well, much does he do? Well, that's what I mean. A mo motivation is what well, you should be able to do. But, yeah, I, I think I the Braves, the Braves and the Dodgers, even with the uh, what's his name, the Dodgers manager, who's been Roberts. there forever, are they good motivational guys? They went on talent. The Braves and the Dodgers went on talent in the regular season. They get in the off, they get in the postseason, and now you've got to be motivated if the by something. Play, something you got well, to you've got to motivate yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the Dodgers, you know, they go out with the great Hall of Fame pitcher Kershaw. He doesn't make it out. They get five runs before he makes it out. Right. There goes your culture. Well, uh, it's and, gone. And then, then that happened to Houston uh, on Monday against right. Texas. They, well, the motive—they're really great left-hander. Gets really, it. Kershaw, how, what are you motivating him to do? You need to go out and yeah. pitch to the best of his ability. 
you know, Joe Madden, remember Joe Madden? Yeah. He, he was a motivator. Fire he, guy. He did, yeah, yeah. He did fun things. And he keeps getting house. fired. <laughs> I know. He doesn't so have a job. He did, yeah. win the, he did win the World Series with the Cubs. He yeah, did, yeah. He did get fired with the Angels. But, but I think the Braves need somebody to smoke them, get them fired yeah, up. They, they definitely the have all the they don't. over 100 games. They have no leadership. Acuna, Acuna, after they get beat and they get swept out, uh, you know, he's supposed to talk. He goes, no, ma, no mas, no mas. He wa I mean, that was his word, something like no mas or no habla, no habla, no speak. And he walks out of the clubhouse. And the Braves are left hey, for... You and I come from the generation of Eddie Murray, who, who spoke perfect English. Well, <laughs> he just said no. <laughs> he wasn't going to so talk. The, so the Braves had to go, Sp uh, Spencer Strider, the, yeah, young, yeah. the young pitcher, he at least stood up and he said, look, you got to self-motivate yourself. These five days off, that, uh, you gotta, it's our fault. It's our fault. You're the coach. Five days off, any would would no, you I, see that as a as a? I would see no. it still as an advantage. He's still practicing. Yeah. He's still practicing. He's still having batting practice, infield, outfield practice. It's not like you're sitting. Although home for next days. spring, that's that's some baseball culture. I'll throw it under the bus next spring. What's batting practice all about? <laughs> Sixty mile an hour lob pitches. You're never going to see one of those in a game. Come on. Right. Let me ask you a media question. Okay. Yeah. So it's the clubhouse after yeah. after Harper gets thrown out at sure. first base in, in the double play. Yeah. So in the so they're in the uh, they're in the Atlanta clubhouse, and uh, Arcia, the shortstop, goes attaboy Harper. He keeps screaming out attaboy Harper, and some media people hear him. It gets reported. Mm -hmm. It gets back to Harper. Mm -hmm. let, let me ask you this: as a media guy, should that have been reported? Sure. Because it's in the clubhouse. Sure. You know, but but Darno and the Brace says this is a sanctuary. It should never have gotten out. That's stupid to say. Well, that's that. what you say it's when you stupid. lose. <laughs> that's, that's what you say when the other guy, when, yeah. when Harper does get riled up and he hits two home well, runs and beats you. <laughs> and, when, and when Harper heard that, this, yeah. this series was over. That was over. Harper went crazy, hit two home runs in the next game. They still got to throw in the pitches. Right. I mean, he yes, he did great. But I don't think he that it was all him. I mean, the Braves still laid a couple of lollipops in for him to hit out. So. Well, but here's how important it was to Harper. He hit the two home runs, he goes around second base, and he stares down Arcia twice. It was great. I mean, he stares That's him down. Said, you're going to say that about me? And after the game, um, Derek Jeter yeah. on TV yeah. said, you know what? You don't rile up great players. You don't rile up great players in any sport because they are going to kill you, and Harper killed the Braves. All right, so you're throwing now, Arcia under the bus. Speaking oh. of Derek Jeter, I'm going to throw the Marlins ownership under the bus. <laughs> they chased going back Jeter in time. Off. You're going no, back no, no, in no, time. No. They chased Jeter off. He's one of their owners. I mean, a minority owner, and he's kind of running the thing. He hires female general manager. Now she's gone. Kim Ng. She quits. Now, she could have said, agreed to the option. It was a mutual option. The team wanted to extend her. She says, no, I don't like what's going on here because they're going to hire somebody over me that I'm going to have to report to. I took the team to the playoffs. I don't think I'm getting respected here. And she quits. Right. Well, Jeter quit, too. And, well, he quit okay, long before Jeter, that. But they created Why are they quitting? Why are they quitting? Ownership? Well, must be, huh? Well, okay. I mean, that's well, so the, whole the only Miami. people they're answering to. Yeah. So I'm throwing Miami ownership all right, all right. under the bus there. All right, more baseball. Um, are the Phillies... Is, it's it's Philly, Texas, probably, probably right? I mean, I, I think for the well, I'm not I'm not sure. Tech, Texas, Texas won the two games in Houston yeah. with the two hot pit, pit pitchers yeah. they got from the Yankees. Your boy, right. what's his name? Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, South the, Carolina won. The, the, the right. second the second game, 
the, the guy, the guy Uvaldi, who they Uvaldi. got from the Red yeah, Sox, yeah, yeah. but he was a Yankee. Who's first. terrific? Who's terrific? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just saying. Okay. Uvaldi, several years ago in the World Series, he pitched a game, an 18-inning game. He pitched so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. The, the Red Sox lost. They gave Ivaldi a standing ovation in the, right. in the, in the, in the, in the clubhouse right. after he pitched, even though they lost the game. Now he's pitching for the Rangers. He's like, he's an unbelievable postseason pitcher. The game, the game yesterday, and I know we're on a timeline here, yeah, yeah, but the, the fifth inning, you know, the, the Rangers, what, went up 4 nothing in the first inning. Yep. Before they got and then it out. was like 5-2 in the fifth inning, yep. and, the, and the Houston has the bases loaded, nobody out. Uvalde got, got out of Isn't it. That That's the kind of postseason pitcher he is. Terrific. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, you've been very quiet because we've been yelling. Well, I, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think the Astros are dead yet. No, I don't Cause, either. Because now... now they, they've been there before. Yeah. They've been there. Because now they're now. mad? Well, see, <laughs> well baseball, the Rangers... Needs, I know you're talking about getting mad, but yeah. baseball, I don't know if that really no. needs that much. I mean, you gotta, you've obviously got to be focused when you get in the batter's box. But football and basketball, when you get mad, things can happen. But emotion is next day starting pitcher in baseball, I think. I mean, and, and you're right. I mean, the Astros are not out of it. I'm just Definitely saying not. that Definitely not. Texas is just riding a great well, getting, wave get, of momentum. Here. Getting back to the Phillies, though, everybody yeah. says there's not really a home advantage in baseball. The Phillies have a home advantage. Fancy the right. Bank Stadium It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like an SEC football game, the crowd there. They go crazy. And Harper, Harper said how he loves to play. You know Harper's hitting 100 points higher at home than he does on the road. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. I mean, and the Phillies have hit what twelve home runs in the last three games, something like that. Well, four, the fans that's, can definitely. That's four home runs a game. I know the fans can create an atmosphere that gets you excited to play. Yeah. I mean, you should be excited already, but it gets you pumped up, ready to play. Home field advantage in any sport is. is I yeah, think is yeah. Huge. Well, I think the Phillies are going to win the second game and you know sweep. They may sweep Diamondbacks. They may sweep them. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We'll see how it plays out. Hey, one more thing before we go to break. Talking about protecting the regular season big shots, only three times in the last 23 years, three times in 23 years, have the two top NBA teams met in the finals. Wow. And the last time the two top hockey what? teams met in the finals was 2001. The last time. Hasn't happened. So this stuff happens. You're going it's statistics. playoffs. He's really sti Mr. Statistics. Well, I'm, just, I'm giving you some numbers right, okay, today. I'm just, okay. I'm just no. trying, to, okay. trying to add to we the We need argument. to end this segment yeah. on All right. that. It's, it's stats. done. Stats it's, man. You to throw Bob under the bus? Yeah, no, I think no, he is. He went all stats man. Oh, we're going to go college football next. Yeah, we're not, no, we don't need stats there, except for fourth and one. Yeah, Stay sure. with us. <laughs> We're going to talk college football now. First of all, did we all watch best game of the year so far? Oregon, Oregon Washington. Washington. Absolutely. Most yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, just getting to watch, we can watch so many games now. Just getting right, seeing one that you don't know who was going to win until the last play. Right. We don't get that very often. And the whole thing was compelling because they have two great qu quarterbacks, yep. Bo Nix for Oregon and Penix Jr. I call him Penix Jr. And I hadn't seen him much this year. Yeah. But he's a monster, yeah, that guy. He's got a rifle. Yeah. I mean, he's terrific, the, the Washington, the Washington uh, qu quarterback. 
But, you know, both those teams, I mean, I think there were six lead changes in the second half. Isn't that great? And both those teams are probably capable of winning the Natty. So it was compelling. The whole thing, the whole game was compelling. Anybody you throw but on now the we bus? Go, well, now we go for, you're the coach, yep. fourth and one. Go what do you do? A lot. Go for Every it. time. Well, he's an aggressive coach, Yeah, yeah. Dan Lanning. We're talking okay, about so Dan Lanning, so the Oregon coach. So his philosophy is, well, I'm going to go for it. So now all of a sudden you don't make it. You sit there and go, I don't think I'm going to go for it now. you got to go for it. Especially on the road, maybe. Uh, especially when you have brought in all of well, this. Absolutely. We're going to be the aggressive. Right. You've, you've made that what you are. If you know what the end result's going to be, coaching will be easy. <laughs> well, Tell the us thing that. Is, <laughs> People say, why do, you make, why do you make that decision? Well, if you knew what the result was going to be, you wouldn't have made that decision. Well, the, the, the thing is, Lan and I love Dan Lanning, the yep. Oregon coach. I mean, he wears the T-shirt. He's got the two pens attached to it. I mean, he's, he's a basic, basic guy. He came from the SEC, he came from Georgia, he, so he's an aggressive yep, SEC yep. guy. But he's lost three now, three huge games, Washington last year, Washington this year, Oregon State last year. He's lost them going for fourth and, fourth and, and short. And those are the three games when you're at Oregon, those are the three yeah, games you've you got to win. Yeah, you've got to win, and he's lost them. So we go to, you know, he said, you know, he, he's a, he, he, makes, he goes for the fourth and one in midfield, doesn't make it. If he kicks a field goal there, he's, you know, it, it kind of doesn't matter, but it kind of does. Because if he kicks the field goal, now Washington's got to go the whole length of the field to win the game. Right. Instead, they he get shorten the, the field. They shorten yep. the field, yep. Yep. and Penix, it takes him two plays. I mean, it's two rifles, yeah. and, oh, and Washington's ahead. Yeah. Now Oregon's got to go score. And, of course, the guy missed the field goal by that much, or it goes. they, they might still be playing overtime. Yeah. It should have gone overtime. Yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah. Oh, it, unbelievable. It Great was excellent stuff. stuff. Great uh, stuff. Uh, all right, nobody out of the bus there. Well, um, yeah, but no, yeah. I'm going yeah, yeah, to right right. throw the Pac-12 commissioner okay. on the bus because yeah. look, look at this conference. Yeah. They're, they're having their best season. They've got six teams, I think, in the top 25, two in the top 10. Uh, uh, and uh, Klavikov is his name, George Klavikov, commissioner, in the offseason, the, the league disbands. Doesn't they fall TV apart. Yeah. Now there's only two teams yeah. left in the Pac-12, which is yeah. having their great year. Yeah. Klavikov was a guy, they got him from Vegas. He was a hotel guy, Resorts International. He knew nothing about college football, nothing about the, you know, the NIL situation. And they've just, the, it's, a, it's sad. I mean, this league has gone to pot. And even if they're playing well next year, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, well, Washington and Oregon could play for the Big Ten championship That's next fun year. Fun to watch. <laughs> well, and this year in Vegas for the, for the, for the Pac-12. Well, um, speaking of yeah. the Pac-12. Yes, let's uh, speak of the Pac-12. So Southern Cal, yes. undefeated, go, goes in to play Notre Dame. There's a guy you can throw under the bus. Well, I wanna, he prepares for Notre yes. Dame rain and cold by having one of his assistants have a hose out and spray the Southern yes. Cal players in, in preparation for bad weather in Notre Dame. What's he got, a, ho a guy with a hose? I mean, doesn't Southern Cal practices on grass? Probably. So yeah. they have sprinklers, yeah. right? Yeah. Why has he got a guy with a hose out there? I mean, and then he, and then he got hosed he got in, in got South Bend, he got hosed. <laughs> I mean, they rained, they rained hoses down uh, on his Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, yeah. throws three interceptions, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. Sure. They got hosed out of the Heisman Trophy and they got hosed out of the playoffs. They're done. They're, they're done at least. Yeah, I think for all of that. Have you yeah. watched his teams when he was at Oklahoma and yep. now? So no defense. No defense. They never play defense. Yeah. They're, they're terrible defensively. 
They're, they outscore people. Yeah, they time. usually outscore people, and, but they usually do it. Right. That's the thing. They, they've they've been Dame. pretty successful. Well, doing. and Notre Dame just destroyed them. Let's talk I mean, about, they blew yeah. them out. Let's, Let's talk about that. another team in the Pac-12 that went out and got <laughs> destroyed, <laughs> didn't play any defense. Uh, our guy Dion, who has been the star of this show, he has been driving the bus for the first month of this show. We now got to throw him under for letting a 29 to nothing lead get away at home to a Stanford team that had only won one game. Well, and I watched the whole game. I know you guys, it's too, too late for That's you too guys. Late for us, yeah. But it was ridiculous. I mean, you know, and you're, you're a coach. When you have a 29 nothing lead, and you blow it. That's on the coach. You got to do yeah. something. You do anything to, to change the game. The change the game. Yeah, coach. yeah. He's he's, he's not coaching. Dion Dion in that game had gold his gold plated earphones on. <laughs> but he had a hoodie. But he had a. But you guys, he had yeah. a hoodie on, and he had the gold plated earphones over, over the, hoodie. the hoodie. He can't hear anything. Yeah. Is he kidding anybody? <laughs> and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say, he, he doesn't speak. You watch him on the sidelines, and he's like a statue. He's like a statue. He didn't do anything in the second well, half whole in overtime. His for the game. Right. That's his deal. Right. He mo tried to motivate kids to play to the best of their ability. After the game starts, he's out of it. Since we mentioned Notre Dame, I'm going to come back to a quote for Dion from Lou Holtz, the Notre Dame coach, who, of course, has been famous for all kinds of things he has said okay. this year. But he always used to say, <laughs> they'll always remember what you do in November. That's where Dion's year, I think, will be decided. Well, it's coming up. How they it, do you in know, November. And after the game, I mean, Dion was really angry. Yeah. He was really upset. And you could see he was really defensive. And uh, he actually called out to me. He said, you know, some of you guys in here are ecstatic at what happened. He used the word ecstatic yeah. at, at the media. He said, and I know who you are. What, what is he, threatening these guys? <laughs> I mean, come on, Dion. And he, I know who you are. What's and then he mean? says, and then he, and then he starts describing, you know, how his players don't love the game they only like the game he went into this yeah. remember this yeah. he went they don't love the game like i do they've got and he kept saying they got to match me they got to match me well they can't play like dion they, they don't have any hall of famers well, on that team anyway. yeah. well i well but it, but it, it kind of is well, he because gets, he goes into yeah. this job i mean he's no after the game it, it wasn't prime time it was jive time i mean he <laughs> does all this jive stuff i mean dion's got as you have said all along you watch him in the game he doesn't do anything. Right. He doesn't coach. Well, you just said really? his headphones were yeah. over his oh, oh, yeah. hoodie. Yeah, and, but they're gold. Anything. But they're gold. It was a good look. <laughs> yeah, it was a good it's look. A good what look. happens to his sun sunglass sale now? Yeah. All his sunglasses that he would sell. Oh, he'll still, that, that'll, so that'll still work. That'll still work. Who are we going to be well, throwing under, under the bus he's after under. this weekend, though? we got some great games this weekend. Penn State at Ohio State. Uh, we've got Tennessee at Bama. Could Tennessee make a little statement uh, in that one? And we got uh, Utah. Playing at USC, USC with all their troubles, Utah can't find a quarterback. But they uh, play good defense. But they, they play really good defense. I mean, are we going to be? Well, can I can I go back yeah. to one more thing? Yeah. I want to go back yeah. to my North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, here we go. The <laughs> who are they playing? <laughs> While Caleb Williams is getting embarrassed, yes. no, no, the last Saturday, yeah. they're blowing out Miami with my boy Drake May. Drake May. And uh, you know the NCAA, but I want to I want to talk about our receiver kid named Des Walker. Okay. He was ineligible all season. The NCAA kept saying, no, we're not going to let him eligible because of the two-transfer rule. Well, we won't go in the weeds on that. But it was really, really a problem, and it was bad news for North Carolina. But they finally, NCAA finally made the guy eligible, Des Walker. He gets three touchdowns. He, he just He's embarrasses Miami. Really the point is, 
the, the bus throwing is the NCAA for depriving North Carolina and all football fans of seeing this guy. And they said they changed their mind, they strangely changed their mind because they got additional information. Additional information well, their information sure. was a yeah. couple of letters from the governor of North Carolina and the attorney general, and they basically said, look, NCAA, we're going to sue you unless you let this guy play. So that was their additional information. And I, I want to call out my boy Josh Stein, who is the attorney general of North Carolina. Okay. He's the one that wrote the letter right. about suing. And Josh Stein has also announced his candidacy for the governorship of North Carolina. <laughs> Perfect time. And, and this did not hurt him. I was believe say, me. If Carolina runs yeah. the table, uh, he's got a chance. Yeah. That, that will certainly help him. All right. Um, boy, Air Force and Navy is going to be a great game this weekend, too, just because I love the service. I can't oh wait to watch God. them play. Hey, quick, quick story. The one thing that Army and Navy have in common, the, 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 the guys who play for Army and Navy, right. they have this one thing in common. Otherwise, they hate each other. They both hate Air Force even more. Oh, they right? really hate you know, the fly boys, you know, the, yeah. the fancy fly boys. All right, that's, that's enough. But they're like, like the best team every year the, of the yeah. service games at the airport. Well, they really they play the Army-Navy game. And, you make know. Them, hate them even more. <laughs> we'll be back to talk pro football and, of course, Taylor Swift as we continue Under the Bus. Welcome back to Under the Bus. Bob Stevens from ESPN, Curry Kirkpatrick from Sports Illustrated, Rich Basirico from the sidelines. From everywhere. Many a great basketball game as a Hall of Fame basketball coach. He's, he's kind of our coach whisperer. When we have a question about great coaching theory, you know, we go right I to this guy. The word great. Well, okay, yeah, because you you watch a lot of bad coaching theory. We'll, we'll get to that and I with your word, giants. I wouldn't use the word whisperer either because you're yelling all the time <laughs> at me. I'm using my hands. Yeah, the okay, NFL. Right. Taylor Swift's show continues. She's yep. October's version of Dion. Dion in oh. September. Taylor in October. Right. Uh, Taylor, uh, will, will she will get to see Kelsey play again this weekend? Is that right? Uh, Bl the Chargers play game? the Chargers at home. She'll be there. She'll be there. But right. but I want to you know we've almost passed over uh, a week or so ago and I didn't under I didn't really and I'm the Swifty here. But um, before all this horrid stuff happening in Israel and Gaza, yeah. uh, John Kirby, who's the uh, chief uh, uh, correspondent for the National Security Council at the White House, oh, yeah, yeah. basically actually asked John Kirby. What do you think about Taylor Swift and Kelsey? And he had to say, he had to say, I cannot, I cannot deny or confirm those rumors. I mean, <laughs> this is how far Taylor Swift has gone. Now this week, of course, she okay. she opened uh, she opened her movie yeah. at the Grove in Los Angeles, okay. which is this huge outdoor parking, okay. outdoor shopping center. Okay. They have 13 theaters at the Grove. Wow. That movie opened in every one of the Played theaters. Played in all 13. And she showed up at every theater. Yeah. One of the, she showed up at every theater, not just one, all 13. Did you go see it? No, but I followed this. I followed closely. And she, and she showed up at one of them with Beyonce. Beyonce oh. and Taylor Swift together. Mm -hmm. The Globe almost tilted oh, on that one. On I'll, that I'll, one. I'll bet. And that was on Wednesday. On yeah. Thursday, she shows up at the Chiefs game, gets in the press box with Kelsey's mom. Yeah. And, of course, Kelsey plays great. Sure. Gets nine catches, 
and uh, Al Michaels is, is doing the NBC. And poor Al, he didn't know what to call Taylor Swift. She, he finally called her his buddy. He called Kelsey, there's, there's Kelsey's buddy, buddy. Taylor Swift. I mean, poor Al, he didn't know. It was like... I, I think we can say now that they are a thing uh, because, Kelsey, because Kelsey has told Taylor's security detail, I got this. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to, to, to run them off. Wow. And that's, and I that, think I'd use them. If I were him, I'd say, sure. hey, I don't want to have to, to, to go ahead. Well, and, and, and that's Thursday. And then on okay. Saturday night, yeah. they both show up on Saturday Night Live, do cameos. Did they? They do cameos. They go to uh, they go to uh, Nobu, the great you know, in in restaurant in New York before Saturday Night Live. They show up on TV and they go to the after party and the after party apparently all the there's a lot of PDA public oh, yeah. public display of affection. That's PDA for you. Oh, PDA. oh yeah. yeah. He's a all teacher. All he, over he PDA. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's had to referee that. So that's that's that's, that's Saturday night. Then Sunday afternoon. Kelsey goes to the his brother's game in New York. Taylor doesn't show up with him there. Right. But they show up after the game, uh, dinner again, in, in, in the village in New York. Okay. So I think we can say this is pre pre pretty much a thing. Next. Next. Do you think the people in our audience care about that? Everybody cares no. about it. It's Trete, Rich. Come on. You got, I, I said last week, you got to step your game up, man. <laughs> Chiefs do, Next. Chiefs do play the Chargers this weekend. Patrick Mahomes is 28-3 and three against the AFC West in his career. That's Here you go, stats, stats man. That, that, that give you a number. Stats man. All right, under 49ers, the bus, and, under the bus. 49ers Eagles, and Eagles lose. Eagles 49ers. Which was the worst loss? I mean, both of these teams are headed for the Super Bowl, everybody says. But, but the Eagles losing to the Jets when you have Wilson as the quarterback, I think is pretty and Hurts throws a terrible interception. I mean, they got the game one. 49ers lose. I mean, they lose in Cleveland to a great defense. But P.J. Walker. Third string quarterback. J.J. Walker, if he were dynamite in the backfield, he'd be helping them. P.J. Walker. Third string. P.J. Walker's third string. I think they're both. I think they're both. But I think they're both Well, and the 49ers, as bad as they played. Yeah. They need a field goal to win the game, and the guy misses again by that much. I mean, that should have been a win. Yeah, sure. Of course, the kicker's from Michigan, so, you know, what do you say? Kicker that got drafted. That, that's yeah. the, that's yeah. what you got to worry Third. about now is kickers who get drafted. Yeah. Yep. The Patriots drafted a kicker and let Nick Folk go, who's never missed inside 40, and, and they draft a guy who's 50-50 on making field goals. The Browns had one lat, drafted a kicker last year from LSU. He's gone. Oh. Third round pick, gone. That should give him a reason not to draft kickers. You don't draft kickers. Yeah, you, I mean, you can go find one. It's a waste you, of can, you can go find one. All right. Um, well, you want to talk about your Giants. I yes. know, even though no, they're yeah, irrelevant. You know, talk, talk, talk so about play, Dayball, end of the first half. Playing Buffalo. They're playing well, Buffalo. Set it Buffalo. up. Yeah. Set it up. Okay, so they had the ball on the big under, Big underdogs. Big huge underdogs. Points. They don't even got their quarterback. Talk about substitute so, quarterbacks. So they have their backup quarterback. Tyrod Taylor. Correct. Mm -hmm. He's a veteran. Good. Another Taylor makes our podcast. Oh, here we go. So go so, ahead. So it's, but he wasn't too swift. It's on the one-yard line <laughs> with 14 seconds to go, and he changes plays by tapping his helmet, yeah. and they run a running play, 
and they don't make it, and time runs out. And then, they, they, the then at halftime, yeah. Dayball shows him up. He, he goes he's, after he's, him. He's, you can't that, do that on know, national TV. Come on, correct. Rich. That's, yeah, you pull him aside in the locker room yeah, and yeah. talk to him about it. Yeah, he's, he was living. He wouldn't even talk to the silent reporter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Is that he's right? Like, I, I just I can't talk. I, I, I can't talk to you right now. No, but, but Dayball, the, yes. this is Dayball. He looks like the he Muffin was, Man out there. Wait, he looks like the Muffin Man. He was coach, coach of the year last year. Yeah. What, talking about? what about yeah. this year? He became stupid over a year. You know, all of a sudden. You're going to have players. Clock management. Players. Clock that management. Clock management is terrible. Yeah. How about one of your Giants introducing himself in the first game just off the couch? The guy, Justin Pugh, he's, he's a lineman. Yeah, yeah. He said, I'm just off the couch. And he, which, which is, is true. true. Which, which is true. true. But this is the trash that the Giants are giving exactly. us. And they're on TV all the time at night. They're on four at night. They got one more Monday. Why do they keep putting them on a night? Well, first? They, they should be put on Friday nights with the better <laughs> high school teams. <laughs> and, and just have to pl and play still, them and I get still, to play them. I still wouldn't watch it. I'd be watching the high school games. Oh, wow. Well, let me just yes. continue. So, they yes. have, so in the second half, they have third and eighth. And the two, they're in two, you know, four down territory. At the end, yeah. And they throw two long passes. For what? Get the first down. Yeah. Get the first down. Here we go. And then they have rich, the end of the game rich, with rich. two seconds on the clock. One yard line, can't get it. Can't make that either. But Rich, I got, I got. A, here's, here's, an, here's some advice. The Giants are irrelevant. <laughs> Nobody can. I, yes, they are. Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Three. That's three. That's two. Two great okay. games this week. Okay. Here's not. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait. I'm gonna get. I won't jump ahead. I'm gonna get to your boy Belichick again. Oh, let's do Your boy Belichick again. You bet. Did you see his act after the game? First of all, when they missed the the guy got the safety right. Jones got the safety. Belichick's got to be going crazy. He throws a tablet down on the ground. Well, that's one thing. After the game, he does his normal thing where he goes and he pounds the microphones. He changes yeah. his microphone, puts them down. An yeah. NFL microphone, he always shuts off. So finally, somebody asked him the next day, Bill, why are you always pounding the microphones after the game? He finally said, well, it's better to see you guys. I want to see you guys in the media. Well, the microphones are down here. They're not blocking his side of the media. Who he, by the way, hates. Oh, he hates the media. Why does he want to see him? Yeah. I mean, he I think this that. guy's yeah. days are shortening up. They are shortening up. I believe that. But I really do. They might indeed. I, I think he finishes I mean, the season. I mean, oh, he finished, oh, he finished his season, but, but, but then, then, then what does Kraft do? That, that what does Kraft do? Does he go right. to massage parlor yeah. or does he fire Bill Belichick? <laughs> I mean, does both. That's what I predict. From the massage parlor. On the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Does him in. Or invites him to come with him, one or the other. Uh, Ravens-Lions uh, this week in Baltimore. Good game. Good game. The NFL well, has good games every time. week. Oh. Every week, the yeah. NFL. And the Dolphins-Eagles is the Sunday night football game. And it's too bad Taylor Swift and <laughs> Travis Kelsey won't be seeing that. <laughs> How many games is Kelsey, you know, Kelsey has three more home games. There are only three more games in the next three weeks. One, one of them's away, yeah. one, two of them's at home, yeah. and then comes November. Right. And Taylor Swift goes on tour in November in Buenos Aires, Argentina, the first one. I think we said this. Yeah. And Kelsey's got a bye week. Does yeah. he show up in Argentina? <coughs> yeah. Sure I say is. yes. Absolutely. I say yes. And this thing continues. And th then this thing rolls right on. <laughs> and the National Security Advisor uh, the, the guy uh, is going to more questions. He's going to get asked more questions. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up with this. I'm going to throw one more a group of people under the bus, people who are bagging, you know, bagging and, and believing that live sports, going to a game is dead. Most of us think we're just all going to sit in a TV and watch, watch them on TV. 
going to a live game still matters. The WNBA draws over 17,000 record crowd for a game at the Barclays Center. Women's basketball. Women's basketball. 55,000 go to a women's basketball game, college game in Iowa. How about that? You know, if they play at Kinnick Stadium, and they got a whole lot more action than watching the football game. And that's team a preseason game. That's an yeah, exhibition game. Yeah. They got 55,000. Right. Caitlin Clark of yeah. Iowa set the stage, yes. plays at Kinnick Stadium outdoors. They got to have more of that. The, okay, the, absolutely. The Iowa, the Iowa girls, excuse me, women, yeah, women, should play all their games in Kinnick Stadium outdoors. <laughs> in LA, they drew over 86,000 at the Rose Bowl for a friendly, as they call them in soccer between two club teams from Mexico. Not even an American team involved. 86,000 people. But the, the door slammer right here, 134,000 in the crowd watching India and Pakistan play cricket. <laughs> if you've watched a lot of cricket, so I cannot imagine 134,000 watching it. But you talk about the big house, that's the big house. Forget so that thing at Michigan. So you're, you're, plug, you're plugging live crowds. I'm plugging go to the game. Up, throwing under the bus people that stay at home under the bus. Hey, you know what? If there you're you close, if you've got a chance to see <laughs> India and Pakistan play cricket, you ought to do it. 134,000 people. Crickets Can't is what wrong. we're hearing after this thing, <laughs> so, so let's uh, wrap we it up. We want to thank our producer, Justin Jarrett, for putting up with all of this. It's our bye week next week. Bye week. Yeah, maybe we'll go see Taylor. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to take a week off and, and we'll be back for Rich Basirico and Curry Kirkpatrick. I'm Bob Stevens. Thanks for joining us Under the Bus.